Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Father God, we thank you for safety this morning. We thank you that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is Overflowing Life Prayer Community. I'm Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I'm here to host this hour-long session. If you have any prayer requests, there will be a chance in during our prayer time to open up an opportunity for you to share those with us. I'm going to be teaching at our church. Well, let me back up. This evening, 7 o'clock, we will be having a pray until session. If my people, prayer gathering, it will be led by one of our senior leaders, Minister Paula Young, she will be leading the session. So we invite you to come join us. We're at 3170 Baltimore Avenue, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46218. This Sunday I'll be teaching, I'll be teaching Will Thou Be Made Whole? And um, I don't know if you know that story. But there was a man at the pool of Bethesda who was waiting for the waters to be stirred. It was said that when the waters were stirred, if you got in the water, whatever was ailing you, you were healed from. Now, my son taught on this, and he threw in an interesting uh, point, and I'm going to share that with you because I'm I thought it was very interesting because I never thought about it. He said, Scripture never tells you what kind of spirit stirred the water, just that there was a spirit that stirred the water. And his take on that was there are times that we're hopping in things, trying to get it together, trying to be cured and healed, and we don't even know what's operating in that situation. Um, We get in prayer lines, we have people lay hands on us, all of those things, but we don't always know the source of what it is we're participating in. And I thought that was profound. But what I want to address is just this whole idea of being willing to be whole. We know that Jesus purchased wholeness for us. The word salvation, soteria, It means whole, complete, lacking nothing, healing physically, deliverance for your soul, prosperity.
prosperity. We don't realize that when our soul prospers, when we begin to let God inside of us, having his way in us and through us, prosperity is a reflection of that. You know, we kind of had it wrong. Sometimes we would look at people and say, okay, they have Jesus because they have this or they drive this. And we made superstars in the body of Christ. But the truth of the matter is, when you have God's wisdom, his understanding, his revelation, you have access to all that heaven has. How do you think he's going to get it into your hands? Yes, he does supernatural debt cancellation. I'm believing for some supernatural financial uh, breakthroughs to bring us to the place that God has ordained for us. But there are some things that won't come supernaturally, but there will be opportunities. There will be ways to build businesses. There will be blessings as we are obedient to God. So when he saves us, He doesn't just snatch us out of hell. That's all right. I don't want to spend eternity in hell. I want to spend eternity with my God. I want to rule and reign with Jesus. I am so glad to be saved. But we want God to have all of us. And, you know, if you have a benefit, Why live below your benefit? God created us in his image. At the center of our being is our spirit. When we are born again, our spirit is alive unto God. It is in our human spirit. that we worship, that we come in agreement with God, that we have a God consciousness. I thank God that my spirit is alive to him. Our spirit is deathless. We will live eternally somewhere. But if you haven't had the born-again experience, God does not reside in your spirit. John 3, 6, Romans 8, 15, 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 1 Corinthians 16, 17, and 1 Corinthians 6, 17. I often don't give scriptural references But usually I'm looking at a Bible most of the time when I'm talking to you or praying because I don't like to pray outside of Scripture. 
But we have a soul, and here, therein lies the problem. We have a mind, will, intellect. I'm just sharing a little bit of what I'm going to be sharing Sunday. And this is where we have to work out our issues. And for most of us, this is where the attack of the adversary is. Keep in mind, the whole Bible was written to born-again believers. It's not written to a sinner. So all the issues that are in the Bible could very well be issues that we have, especially as a New Testament believer. First John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, it is not of the Father, but it's of this world. The Amplified Bible reads this way, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, craving for sensual gratification, and the lust of the eyes, greedy longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources, or in the stability of earthly things, these don't come from the Father. They come from the world itself. These are the things that influence us, that keeps us out of wholeness, completeness. I was sharing with the young lady last night, we were sharing. She's been diagnosed as having diabetes. But what she puts in her body is self destructive. So when you look at that scripture, craving for central gratification, we don't realize food intoxicates. It's like a drug. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. I just got an answer for this baby. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes people have been exposed to drugs in the womb. And eating and also the feelings of being high, food is an intoxicator. That's why when you eat certain things, Um, They have certain effects on your body. And I'm hearing in my heart that this young lady, part of her problem is she was born with addictions, and she's satisfying them through food, and she doesn't understand the cravings that she has. Yes, these are deliverance issues. So we're going to pray about that for her. Lust of the eyes, greedy longings of the mind, pride of life. 
Sometimes we're so prideful, God can't deliver us. You know, a poor man can be prideful. A poor man can be greedy. So we're asking God to deliver us in our soul. And for some reason, Holy Spirit has me dealing with health and finances. If you don't have your health, you're not going to be very beneficial for the kingdom. If your mind is consumed, one of the ways that the enemy wearies us is financial issues. It's very difficult to cast your cares when you really are concerned about whether you're going to have lights or food or what your life is going to be like financially. So the enemy plans aerial attacks concerning the things that hinder us the most. I know that in our prayer time, and I'm throwing a lot out here because I want to set up some of what we're going to be praying about today. We talked about in Scripture, there are various animals that God uses to represent demonic spirits. Horses, lions, um, let's see, flies, Beelzebub. Satan is Lord of the Flies. Uh, so throughout history, uh, throughout biblical times, throughout Scripture, there's references to various animals. Today we're going to pray against aerial attacks. We're going to pray against angry birds. Now I've always thought that game was interesting. But when I see so many scriptural references against hateful birds, unclean fowl, I just marvel at how the enemy uses little things that doesn't seem like it's a big thing. And I'm sure the designer of the game had no idea. But we as Christians, we need to be wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. We need to not lose our mind and realize where we live. So we're going to be praying against aerial attacks and against the enemy nesting in our life, planting himself in such a way that it hinders us in the area of finances and health. Father God, we praise you and we thank you for being our God, our Lord, our Savior, our Rock, our Redeemer, our kinsman, our friend. When the enemy comes in, like a flood, God, you lift up a standard against him. We thank you, Father Jehovah Nisi, that the standard is raised in our life. And Father, we decree, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, in these earthen vessels, as it is in heaven. Father God, we thank you that we are the apple of your eye, that you love us with an everlasting love, that every good and precious promise 
that we see in the word of God is because of you, God, how much you love us, you care for us, you care about all of us, every part of us, God. Oh, hallelujah, Father, we bless you, God. We bless you today, God, the fruit of our lips, giving you praise, hallelujah. You are almighty, God. You are worthy of worship. You are worthy of praise. Oh, hallelujah, bless your name, God. Your name is above every name, sickness, disease, debt, poverty. Your name is above every name. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Jehovah. Oh, you are the I am that I am. Apart from you, there is no other God. Hallelujah. Lord, you have granted us favor. We thank you for life and favor. We thank you for life and life more abundantly. We thank you that your favor is coming upon our lives. We believe that new life and new favor has been ordained for us. We receive new life. Hallelujah. And your precious gift of favor. We give you glory, God. We choose you, loving Father. More than riches and gold and houses and land. We thank you that you show us your mercy, your long suffering, your kindness. Your loving kindness is before our eyes. We receive your excellence. Thank you, Father, that you continue to shower us with your loving kindness. We bless you, Lord God, that you have made (coughs) provisions for us, God. For you are the source of our blessing. We choose blessings. As we walk in our covenant relationship with you, we choose blessings. We thank you, Father, that you release your gifts of life into our lives, God. Lord, we are knocking this morning. We're seeking and we're asking. We trust you in all that you have in reserve for us, God, and we're asking, seeking, and knocking. We thank you that you are a God that blesses and rewards those who diligently seek after you. You are our fountain of life. Hallelujah. A crimson flow, the blood of Jesus, ushering, gushering life, new life, God, we receive. We receive your river of blessings into our life. We receive your rain, God, rain in our life. Pour out your blessings over us. Thank you for open portals, God. 
with angels ascending and descending as it was for Jacob. We thank you, Father, that angels are on assignment to bring into existence everything that you have ordained for our life. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. We bless your holy name. We bless you, Father. For you have blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And wait a minute, Daddy. We receive it as well. Hallelujah. We don't just give lip service. We receive, Father. We choose the abundant life. We get past soulish restrictions that would keep us from receiving. Father, break the strongholds that keep us tethered to poverty and poverty cycles. Break the strongholds that keep us tethered to sickness and cycles of sickness, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Hallelujah. We forget none of your benefits. Oh, Father God, we believe the word. We're tired of playing church. We're tired of saying and not receiving. Destroy the strongholds, the works of darkness. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Father God, we receive your blessings of goodness. You have set a crown of gold upon our heads. We rejoice because of your goodness. Let your goodness pass before us. Let your abundance and goodness come into our life. God, I thank you for creating new atmospheres in our life, atmospheres of goodness, atmospheres of blessing. Shower us with your blessings, God. Thank you, Father, that the heavens are open. They are not brass that you are hearing our prayers. Thank you, God. We bless your name, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We thank you for giving us instructions. We will see your goodness in the land of the living. You will crown our years with goodness and drop fatness on our life. (laughs) 
<laughs> not that we get fat, but hallelujah, we thank you for your blessings, Lord. And we will be satisfied as your temple. We will be satisfied, God. Thank you, Father. No good thing will you withhold from us. You know exactly what you're doing in our life. We thank you, Father, that as our desires are fulfilled, they will be as a tree of life. Thank you that your understanding is a wellspring of life for us. Thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father, that humility and fear is bringing riches, blessings, and honor to our lives. We will live and not die and declare your mighty work, God. Through all that we are, we worship you. We work, we worship, we work, we worship. For our work is our worship. As we become expressions of the Most High God, we will reflect your glory and your goodness. We thank you, Father God, that our work is worship. That everything about us declares who you are. We worship toward your holy temple, God. <laughs> Better yet, we are your temple. We thank you that we will see good. While we're yet in these earth suits, God. And we won't settle for anything less than your best in our life. Thank you for life and length of days. For you are the fountain of life. As we... Eat of the tree of life. We find life. And your wisdom is a tree of life to us. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you release our lives from destruction. All destructive behaviors, God, that make the blessings of God ineffective in our life. Father God, that arrogance, that willfulness, that pride, that keeps us going around the same old mountain. And we keep asking you, God, why am I going through this? And you keep asking, why are you so prideful? Father, let us recognize 
the pride in our life. Some of us, some of the tools that we have used to survive, God, hinders our blessing. Give us discernment, God, not just to discern issues in others, but give us discernment, Father. Father God, according to Revelation 18 and 2, we bind and rebuke any unclean and hateful bird sent against our life by the enemy in the name of Jesus. We're coming against aerial attacks. We're coming against the enemy trying to find a place in us to nest. We exercise our dominion over unclean fowl of the air in the name of Jesus. Psalm 8 and 8. Let every spirit bird sin against us be taken in the snare. Ecclesiastes 9 and 12. We bind and rebuke every spiritual vulture in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 34 and 15. Now, as I pray against these birds, keep in mind they're natural. What we see them do in the natural. Vultures wait on something. To die. And there are times the enemy has set up embankments against our life, waiting on us to die, waiting on that dream to die, waiting on us to physically die and not fulfill purpose. Just as it was with Adam, death isn't always physical. When you give up and you move away and you decide, I'm not going to do what God called me to do. Could be your age, it could be your physical situation, could be finances, whatever. So we rebuke that vulture. that's been sent to observe, to wait. We come against familiar spirits that observe our life and set up roadblocks and situations in our life so that we will become faint-hearted, so that we will draw back We bind the operation of the screech owl, the night monsters, from operating against us in the name of Jesus. Father, some of us are so tormented in the night that we can't sleep, we can't rest, we can't hear from you. We can't receive dreams and visions because we are too busy being tormented. We get up the next day, we are tired, and we can't function that hinders our physical body, we bind the screech owl, the night monster that would come in the midnight hour and torment us in Jesus' name. We bind and rebuke 
the vomiting pellet from operating against our life in the name of Jesus. All of that mess that's been laid on us, God, that keep us focused outside of your plan and your purpose that's been sent by the enemy to regurgitate on us, to keep us in messy situations. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it out of our life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Every distraction Every situation that will keep us busy cleaning up stuff instead of being about our Father's business. We bind and rebuke any raven sin against our life in Jesus' name. We bind and rebuke any demonic eagle and hawk sin against our life. We command their nest to be destroyed in Jesus' name. Let me give you some scripture. Isaiah thirty four eleven. Isaiah Job thirty nine, twenty six through thirty. We pray these unclean birds will be caged in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The very trap that the enemy sent against us. We thank you, Father to catch up every demonic spirit that has been released against us, every angry bird, every bird sent to nest in our life in the name of Jesus. According to Jeremiah 5, 27, just want you to know I'm not making up stuff. Hallelujah. We bind and rebuke any unclean spirit that will attempt to nest in our life in the name of Jesus. Let every wandering bird be cast out of its nest. In the name of Jesus, Isaiah 16 and 2. I don't know if you've ever had an experience with an angry bird, but you don't want it to nest in your house because it reproduces. It has eggs. Eggs produce children. Mothers don't like for you to mess with their children. So the angry bird not only goes from nesting, it goes to attacking. It goes from nesting, which multiplies itself, to attacking. So, Father, sometimes, well, sometimes there are things in our life that we let nest. And we think, oh, that's going to be okay. But we don't realize that that, Mother bird is sitting on babies. And when those babies hatch, it's going to turn up the attack another notch. And there are some things that have been going on in our lives that we've allowed the enemy to nest. We've turned a deaf ear to some things. We've turned our head from, I'm talking about me right now. So if you can catch it, that's fine. But I'm seeing this in my life. There are some things we have tolerated. That when the birds started building the nest, we should have been tearing it down. But we tolerated. We had geese on our roof. It's hard to get rid of nesting geese. 
And when she has decided that that is a safe place for her to have her babies, she comes back every year. And then as the nest, as she begins to be more protective, the father will swoop down and attack to protect the children. Now, we don't want things to nest in our life. And so if you don't tear the nest down and keep disturbing it, because she'll keep coming back, She'll put something up there, you'll pull it down. She'll put something up there, you pull it down. But she'll keep coming back. But as soon as you forget, two days later, she's got a nest. Then that nest has eggs in it. Father God, there are things in our life we have let fester. We should have been tearing it down. But we thought, oh, it's going to be okay. It'll be all right. It'll work itself out. Not realizing that the enemy was strategizing. Trying to invoke squatters' rights. So, Father, today, deliver us from every unclean bird that's nested in our life. Some of us have been trying to get out of certain situations, but we let it get too deep. Deliver us from those unclean spirits that want to nest in our life. Some of us have tolerated things. Because we thought, oh, well, God will take care of it. But you have ordained Oh, hallelujah. You're not a passive-aggressive God, and we're not a passive-aggressive people. Father God, you said to speak to the mountain. There must be activity. So, Father God, we didn't get you involved in the early stages, but we're asking you to tear down the nest of the adversary in our life. Let every fowl of heaven operating against our life be consumed in the name of Jesus. Let every bird flee and fly away at your rebuke, Father. Let me walk in the path of wisdom that no fowl knows, according to Job 28:721. Let me give you some more scripture for some of these other things I've been praying. Jeremiah 4, 25 through 26, and Zephaniah 1 and 3. We will not be afraid of the terror by night, and we rebuke every night bird that will attempt to visit us at night, according to Psalm 91 and 5. We are not companions to owls and unclean birds. Hallelujah. Father, let us recognize swiftly when the enemy is bringing an unclean spirit into our life. Hallelujah. 
We bless your holy name, God. We thank you, Father God, that the enemy won't swoop down and steal blessings from us, God. We thank you for blessing your people. Deliver us from the hand of the adversary. Set us free, God, for freedom's sake. We have been set free, and we will give you honor and give you glory based on honor and glory because you alone deserve it. For you are our God, our rock, our redeemer. We bless your holy name. Are there any prayer requests this morning? Hallelujah. Or praise reports. Good morning, Pastor Sherelle. Good morning. How are you this morning? Hi, this is Brother Eric. I'm blessed and and just thank God for you and ask a couple of things. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. First off, um, uh, there is a police officer. He's not a police officer. He's in a, in a major city. Um, and I'm just asking prayer for them because um, I have to be careful how I say some of the things. Um, There is sort of a, from my understanding, I was on on the phone with a relative of his until probably two in the morning, uh, yesterday morning. And, just praying for officers really across the country because I think sometimes with everything that's gone on, people forget that they are human. They have families as well. And in the city that he's in, supposedly there are um, some attacks that, that are supposedly being planned against them. and they have found out um, they have uh, over 3,000 police officers that have retired. And uh, I think their force is, is down by uh, a little more than that. Uh, just prayer for them as they go about their duties um, it's, it's kind of hard for me to really get it all together as so I'm trying to just lift them up in prayer, if you would. You know, I heard uh, the word backlash as soon as you started talking. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's also a setting up. Not only is there backlash, but then others will set up scenarios mm-hmm. just to keep the confusion going. The enemy would. And we know we don't war against flesh and blood, but there are some real strategies. Um, There are a lot of pain and hurt. There's a lot of things going on in our community, and you're absolutely right. We want protection over those that have been put in place to protect us. Right. That's why they're there. And uh, with all that's going on, so you're saying um, people are beginning 
am I understanding they're beginning to retire because of everything that's going on? Many of them are retiring, and um, many have approached retirement age. Okay. But new recruits are not as they used to be, especially now with everything that's going on. Uh, they're a pretty large force of, I think, 50, maybe 20,000 officers. But that number that they that have retired does have an effect, especially now. Yeah. And uh, they they got some news that I guess uh, gangs are planning to to do some things that are pretty horrendous. Um, and of course, some of their families have been really concerned that they're going to even come back home after going on runs. Just if you lift them up. And before, one one other thing, and I'll be done. Um, I'm supposed to do, uh, I've been called upon to MC an event tomorrow uh, representing youth, which is a very good thing. It's not, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, it's not a Christian event, but it's an event they've asked me to do uh, through my job, and I just want to be a blessing there and and, and um, just pray that I can be used even in that uh, um, for lack of a better word, I guess arena to be a blessing to those because it's concerning youth and it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Uh, but I just want to be able to be used of God to um, allow him to flow through me by the Holy Spirit, even in this event. It's the first of this kind that I've been a part of, but uh, I, it's a blessing I've been called upon to do it. And it's a four-hour event, but I'm supposed supposed to have been asked to MC with some pretty well-known people that are going to be a part of it as well. And I just, just pray. Amen. You know, Thank you. Thank Amen. You. you know, a few weeks ago there was um, something over at Washington Park, and there was a young lady. She emceed it. It was fun, and <laughs> I hadn't been like in that kind of setting for a long time. It was fun. It was fun to see the community laughing. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see the children playing and dancing and hula hooping and trying to do all of these crazy things. It was fun. Fun is okay. And God can anoint it to be a blessing. So I'm excited for you because I think we need to come out of the box because <laughs> it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's yeah. not necessarily... You know, Peter's shadow healed the sick. It didn't say what Peter was doing. Right. <laughs> he was right. there. So I'm True. excited for you. Amen. Anything Thanks. else? I got those two things. We're going to pray about those things. I believe that's all. I don't want to take all of your time. <laughs> I'm glad to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm here every morning. Every okay. morning. Every morning. Thank you. First, we're going to start off with the police officers because I really, really understand, you know, this is diabolical, all of this that's going on. You don't know who's doing what, who's planning what, all of the underlying currents that will cause civil unrest in our nation. 
And we want God to deal with the root cause, which is the heart of his people. If my people who are called by my name, that's root, always root. But we need to pray protection over those that have been assigned. We want to pray pray. You know, we want the cities to be able to recruit people that have the right heart, but they'll stay away if they're afraid and they have wives that are saying, look, you better not. (laughs) So we're going to pray for these men and women. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up our police force. We pray a hedge of protection all over this nation and specifically the officers and the areas where Brother Eric was concerned, but we pray for our nation. We thank you, Father God, that you have a wall of fire around about them and that you have set your angels around about our police force, God. Root out those that are diabolical. Root out those that do not have your heart, God. But, Lord, let there be an increase of men and women of integrity who realize that the angels of the Lord are are surrounding them and that they come under your divine protection plan. So we ask you, Father God, for men and women of integrity to be part of our police force that govern our streets. We thank you, Father God, that our police force, because they are governmental, God, that your protection, your shadow, you overshadow them, Lord. We thank you that you are their refuge and their fortress. We trust you, Father, to be their covering, to cover, to guide and protect Jehovah Sabaoth. We thank you, Father God, for these men and women. We thank you, Father God, that even in cities where there are governmental authorities that are making decisions and strategies on how to address certain situations, that you would download revelation, God, that will show them, Father, how to address these issues without being angry, without being volatile, God, but yet squelch whatever plan and strategy the enemy has from whatever direction. Father God, I thank you in advance. I'm seeing um, sales of people meeting together to strategize. Father, I thank you, Lord. Expose their plans. Put undercover officers in strategic places that will be protected, but will get the information before their incidences, God. Father, then there are those that would um, go into the community, cause havoc, so that there will be racial unrest, Father. So, Father, we ask you to squelch um, whether it is... um, KKK or other things that would just cause conflict within our community, undercover operations that will keep guns pointed based on racial unrest and racial tension just 
to see havoc in the communities, God. Lord, we pray for those that are frustrated with what they're seeing, God. We ask for wisdom for leaders and governors and mayors to address social unrest in such a way that it shuts the lion's mouth in Jesus' name. Father God, we praise you and we magnify you, God. Father God, we ask you to touch the hearts of young men that are restless, God, and might want to hop on this bandwagon, not realizing that the band isn't playing, God. We just ask you to be with our young men, our young women, our communities, black, green, purple, wherever, Father. We ask angels be assigned. Where there's racial divide, we ask for peace. Let that peace begin in our hearts and in our homes, God. Let it permeate our communities, Lord. Father God, I thank you to intervene in this very delicate situation. Father, there are some men and women that are still able-minded but have grown frustrated and they said, well, I might as well get off the force now. This is getting to be too much. So, Father, we ask, Lord, that they would think again. But we thank you, Father, to intervene in this very delicate situation, God. We thank you for the hedge of protection. We thank you for safety. Father God, we thank you for salvation as well. We want to pray for the souls of these men and women, that they would know you, that you would be the source of their wisdom. If there is something coming, that they would see it in advance. Open up their eyes, God, that they would have the eyes of Issachar to know and see the strategy of the enemy from afar off. And Lord, bless rallies all over this country that are being done proactive ways of dressing so, a social unrest. Breathe life. Breathe life on these situations, God. When those that are in charge go into the schools and into the community, breathe life. Give them the wisdom and the words to say. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Father, when pastors and ministers are walking the street, 
We thank you for angels being assigned to them, God. And those men and women that are in ministry that are in the streets every day, reaching out, ministering, bringing peace. Bless them. Bless their families, God. Father God, I lift up my brother, and I thank you for the gift and the anointing on his life. I thank you for that voice, God. I think there's just an anointing in hearing his voice. So I thank you and I praise you, Father, for this event. I thank you that he will be a blessing and he will be blessed in the midst of it. I thank you, Father God, that you will give him wisdom. You will give him words. You will give him a way to represent the kingdom so that the kingdom can be received in the hearts of those around him, God. Father God, it may not be the platform to preach the gospel, but he is a living epistle. Let men and women see Jesus. Let our young people see what Christ looks like in a man of integrity, God. Let your glory rest upon him, Father. And even if it's like Nicodemus, after all of this is over and some of the people that are involved in the event will come to him and say, hey, what is it that I see on you, that you would allow him an opportunity to share the truth of who he is, God? But, Father, we thank you for this event. We thank you that it is effective. We thank you that it ministers life. We thank you that it ministers encouragement, God. We thank you, Father God, that no matter what is played, no matter what is done, God, that you will be God in the midst of these people. It never intimidated Jesus to walk the streets. Hallelujah. Mary Magdalene didn't bother Jesus. He was still Jesus no matter what she looked like. Hallelujah. So I praise you and I thank you. I thank you for our young people, God. I thank you, Father God, that their eyes are open to righteousness. I thank you, Father, that they hunger and thirst for righteousness. We commit and cast the cares of our children into your hand, God. Not just those that are biologically ours, but just as Jesus, so you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son. Father God, we extend our heart to the community as well. We pray that you would watch over this youth event, surround the children with your love and faith. We pray, Father God, some plant, some water, but you bring the increase. Let there be a stirring in these young hearts for something different, for something more. And, Father, I pray for those that name the name of Jesus that will be in attendance with their friends. Father, I thank you that their light shines as well. 
We pray protection, no mishaps, no confusion. That your peace will be there. Your love will be there. Continue to bless Brother Eric. Father, continue to use him, God, mightily, in unconventional ways, God. Open up avenues and doors of expression. I thank you for boldness. I thank you for integrity. I thank you, Father, that your goodness and your love rest upon him, Father. Continue to give him favor in non-traditional church arenas so that men, women, and children may see Jesus, high and lifted up. And you promised us in your word that if we would lift up Jesus, that you would draw all men to him. So I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, it looks like we're out of time this morning, this week. So join us next week, Tuesday, uh, 6.30 to 7.30. Eastern Standard Time, if you happen across this broadcast on www.talkshoe.com, because we do record most sessions. If you want to dial in, you can dial in 724-444-7444. Call ID 138-768. So until next Tuesday, you are blessed and highly favored. Walk in it, in Jesus' name, amen. And join us, prayer tonight, 3170 Baltimore Avenue, Overflow in Life, Family Worship Center. I'm Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I'll be at the door welcoming you. Be blessed.